Hello everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome once again to the Reload Entertainment Studios podcast. So we got me, myself, Trey here, and we got old Brawlio, aka Ray Blast here today. What is going on? This month's episode is going to be kind of, be a little short, but it was expected, honestly, because I, cause I made a comment before. So news is going to be kind of, you know, slacking a little bit and everything. We, we're definitely going to be really busy that we can't ex- really tell yet. And we can't really uh, expect to have a lot of news when a lo- there's not a lot of uh, big stuff going on. But we're going to go over a lot today. I want to actually start talking about some new world again. Oh, man. I was just talking <laughs> about this last year, actually. Uh some Resident Evil news, Game Pass, Cloud Game. We're going to talk about some Cloud Gaming again and everything. We're talking about, I'm going to be talking about a good bit of stuff, though. We're going to cover a lot. All right. First, I wanted to start out is, you know, you guessed it, New World. So, New World is definitely like. So, they're really focused on the in game content right now. One of the in game contents they're making is called Expeditions. And they're still working on the, PV- the PvP system and everything. So basically, they're adding a lot more than there were pretty much like last year before it was officially about to be released. So, but there still are testers. You can go to the newworld.com website, sign up to be testing, or go ahead and pre-order. They're working. They're basically starting to rework a lot of stuff. So I'm assuming basically what may happen is a uh, new leadership probably came in. And they're wanting to make sure the game is ready to go when the game is released. So basically, like, players, there's still going to be the same three factions. And players are definitely going to be able to make companies. And then, you know, there's going to be the, basically the whole entire world for players and everything to take over. And then you have the uh, <clears throat> the whole, you know, the little zombie faction. Basically, like, the that are cursed and everything and then basically there's going to be pvp conflict pretty much all over as you know factions and companies fight for territory but they're they're definitely started releasing a lot of videos and everything showcasing so you can pretty much go enter new world even just on google or youtube and you'll definitely find a lot of insider look of what's to come uh, as of right now, like, like there's no really official release date, but a lot of people are just expecting that it will finally release in the fall, but there is a heavy possibility, as always, that it will be delayed again, because, you know, trying to, if you want to try to make a really good MMO, that's just always going to happen. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but... But New World, I've honestly, my honest opinion and everything, it's probably it'll probably be a huge game, and that's what Amazon and uh, the game development department's trying to do. They're wanting it to make it be- definitely leave a big mark in the whole gaming scene and everything. But it's a good thing that uh, they're allowing a lot of people to come be testers and everything. But it's just all. It just all depends on how they execute everything, but for far as I'm seeing, they're like it may be delayed more and more, but they keep adding stuff, new content, and everything. 
But, uh, alright, so to the next game, let's talk about Dauntless. Uh, when was the last time you, you, have you ever played Dauntless, Ray? It's been a while. Um, I think I played it, kind of weird saying this, but like one or two years ago now. I remember, uh, it was like, and it's, I think it was still beta. But I remember playing it back then, and you know, it was fun, but I was, I guess, it never hooked me as much as I wish I could have. So, yeah, so a lot of people may not know this. This definitely flew under the radar. I was hit up, like, literally just recently. And you can, there's articles being made today about Dauntless again. Like, so they just came out with version 1.5, almost kind of like reshaping the entire game. So, you know how used to you go to these islands and you're hunting one monster and boom, that's it? Kind of like Monster Hunter, how it just you just go find one, mon- like you do, you just find a one behemoth and then you hunt them, and then once you get them down, boom, mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. Now they changed it up a bit. Now I was doing a hunt, going to a hunting grounds earlier. We probably destroyed at least fifteen behemoths and done like two public events, island events at least, before officially nice. like leaving the island. They're changing a lot in the game. Like, they have efficient skill tree, gliders now. Uh, they reworked the, the social hub a lot. So, there's definitely, like, a great reward system and everything. And uh, hunting behemoths has definitely never been more fun. So, like, you can literally just go and start hunting and everything. Like, the combat and everything still good, great. Well, I mean, there's no really a problem with that in the first place. But they they officially have like went deep down into weapon choices. So basically, try to pick out what what weapon exactly you want to start out with, and which one you will pick, stay with for pretty much rest of the time. <clears throat> but they're coming out with these new weapon tiers, like you know, like S tier, A tier, uh, B tiers, and stuff like that. You know, you got you got chain blades, aethers, like you got these things called strikers now, which is basically like little fists, pi- uh, pikes, repeat, and then you know there's the repeaters. Mm-hmm. But that just but there's a lot coming to this game, especially and there's actually an update that's supposed to actually add like 15 different types of islands, like 15 different maps, basically. So, like, they've been working on this game a lot. And when I, pl- when I played, it's almost, it, like, it was almost, it felt like entirely a new, exciting game. But, uh, when, but yeah, it's definitely, like, when I was playing, like, there's going to be a, a warrant, warning to, to people listening in. There's going to be a lot of difference between the menus, so trying to navigate through the hub and everything may seem confusing at first a lot, but I feel like this game's basically just got put back on the map for, and this time probably for good and not going to be, like, you know, forgotten by many people anymore. That's why it starts, it seems like, with this game now. The graphics are a lot better better optimized now than it was when it initially came out and it's also still free on console and epic 
<clears throat> but, uh, a lot of people, I mean, if you enjoy, you know, games like Monster Hunter World and everything, and you want it like a, I would say a gigantic graphics feel, this game would definitely be the one for you. Definitely, like, great combat and mechanics and everything. It's so balanced and tight, it's, it's literally awesome. But, uh, but honestly, um, uh, what's, what's another game for you that has came back up on the map, like, like, just kind of like Dauntless, you know, came out, was pretty good, but kind of died off, but came back, like, just out of the blue, and, and it stayed just, like, perfect. What's it, what does games like that remind you of? Well... <clears throat> Let's see, if we're talking about previous games that came out, um, well, I guess not for the, this is like, uh, if I'm thinking about this a bit more, um, uh, I kind of want to think about Mordhal, kind of, Mordhal. you know, yeah, yeah I, I, could, I could see it, like, uh, I mean, it's still, I mean, if we look at the history, right, it came out like almost three years ago now, three, two years ago. And, you know, when it came out, it was, like, big and super, and, you know, like, everyone was playing it, right? It was super busy. And then, you know, it kind of died down, at least from what I saw, it kind of died down. And now we're moving to the stage where, like, you know, it has, it has a big player base, but we also have, like, a new competitor on the scene, right? This one also backed up by Epic Games, known as Chivalry uh, 2, if you would. Which I think it's one of the upcoming games that is really interesting that Especially yeah. as we go into like uh, the summer, because it is going to release June eighth. Yeah, I've been I've been saying a lot actually about Chivalry too. Like these type of games stay like really, really, really big for a while. And I think with Chivalry too, the bat if I'm not mistaken, the battles are a lot bigger, aren't they? Not now, and there's like a lot more. Uh, uh, how would you how would you say it? Like uh, utilities, like just more utilities to use in warfare and everything now. A lot more weapons mm -hmm. and all that. Mm -hmm. It's definitely something to, to keep an eye out. They recently had their um, closed beta, which, you know, uh, as I'm speaking right now, it already ended. But there's a lot of uh, gameplay around, and we can see, like, how the progress is, right? So it's definitely, uh, well, from what I looked, you know, I didn't get accepted to the closed beta. But from the few streamers that I saw playing it, it looks really good, really refined. So it's definitely something I want to keep my eyes on. And as you know, it's only like a month or two away now. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, so for so for these types of games, like, you know, the first Chivalry, now Chivalry 2, Mordhau, and uh, there's a single-player game experience for these type of games called Kingdom Come Deliverance. The melee combat is incredibly rich, like, very realistic. You have to actually practice yourself to learn and everything with all different types of weapons. And mm -hmm. and the Nagore is especially phenomenal, like <clears throat> going around using the mace and hitting people's heads off and stuff. But the games, like it's just games like this. It is hard to master because <clears throat> you have to overcome certain different types of weapons, like pikes, uh, shields and sword shields and maces, and you know bows and stuff like that. But uh, but I've been given a lot of good news actually about Chivalry 2, and I've been actually watching it from uh, Summit 1G 
watching him on Twitch. The combat assist was definitely phenomenal, and it's definitely like the maps, the battles are definitely very, very nice. And mm-hmm. yes, and yes, this is also backed by Epic. I do not know if there's going to be anything for Steam on this game, but as of right now, you can only, for PC, the only way you get this game is on uh, Epic. Didn't they say this game was going to be on the Game Pass, by the way? Um, I haven't delved that even deep into it, but honestly, with how Game Pass is shaping up to be, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I remember <laughs> they announced this game in the next... I'm pretty sure they announced this game in an Xbox showcase, so you would think so. Yeah, yeah. But if they did that, like, then, you know, this game, this game will definitely be, like, for sure. Now, one I want to see, does this game have cross-play? Oh, that is definitely something, yeah. Yeah, that's... You know... Yeah. Crossplay is definitely becoming one of those, like, uh... Big features you want to see on games. It's, you know... Brings communities together and lets more people, like, play with with each other and stuff. Okay, so apparently it's not officially out just yet. There was... I was watching someone actually play the uh, closed beta. It was apparently coming to all platforms, but it is available to pre-order now on Xbox and PC for 40 bucks. but uh, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it'll definitely come to PlayStation and everything too, I have no doubt about that. Mm-hmm, for sure. But, <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> the performance is already, like, especially with the gore, the combat, the, the dozens of players, you know, could just colliding against each other like performance is still incredibly smooth a lot of people didn't have an issue even in the beta for this but the the animation is also a lot better than the original game uh readability and clarity especially uh the sound design is very excellent uh plentiful blood spatters then they they emphasize on the violence and brutality of this type of combat basically you can kind of get a historical feeling with games like this because like because back then stuff like like battles like this and everything used to get really 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 bloody yeah yeah but yeah it's a good thing you actually brought that brought uh chivalry i actually was kind of eyeing on that I've, I've been seeing a lot more people actually playing mortal by the way but you know mortal is basically just gonna it's gonna be the steam version versus the epic version but We'll see how that happened. We'll just have to see how it how it mm-hmm. gets on. But if Chevrolet does become the Game Pass and releases on the Windows Store, I see no doubt that this game will definitely be played for a long, long, long time. For sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, speaking of potential games that are coming to Game Pass, I just had that in my head. There was a game uh soccer 2 okay so there's this game that's still under uh works it's like stalker or supposed to be like stalker but you know nothing's gonna be good as stalker chernobyl mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah chernobyl is supposed to be like some horror but open world rpg now i actually want to give a shout out to that game because i've seen some clips but just a heads up there there is bugs with this game but potentially in the future like when everything is settled and everything when it's officially released that this game will definitely be like you know really well done and everything but 
Um, Game Pass, Game Pass. I had something in my head, and is it something about Game Pass? Oof, man. Man, 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 I just can't think of the top of my head. Well, we'll come back to that in a second. Let's talk about PlayStation for a little bit, and we'll get back to that. All right, so <laughs> we're gonna, I'm going to read out this review of Returnal, which is definitely a PlayStation 5 exclusive. You know, basically, you know, a lot of PlayStation 5 games now have that, are, you know, following Demon Souls and Returnal. Basically, it's supposed to, like, follow that sci-fi horror game. <clears throat> that's like genre bending basically you play on a role of Celine Vostos who crash lands on an alien planet and must survive even after dying and as you know they showcase it in one of the uh, PlayStation uh, reveals while back so basically you're just sitting there constantly dying and dying just repetitively just to at least to actually beat the game but it's a new third-person roguelike elements uh, these are developers behind Alienation and Resogun, Re so there's definitely, like, you know, bullet hell shmups and all stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But, from what I've seen from the enemies, especially, that this game was def definitely, seems like it would look like it'd be a really, really cool roguelike game after all, like, really well done graphics-wise and all that, like, <clears throat> like, I don't know if there's been any issues. I just seen this game pretty much was released, but it is only exclusive to PS Plus. But so not many people is gonna be able to really get this game at all yet. But from what the review says, that this game is definitely like you know the draw story and atmosphere is very is very phenomenal. There's a lot. There's definitely a lot of big moments. And basically, like the the story is like like yeah, it's very like the straw. The story is very very phenomenal. Basically, mm -hmm. and there's also if if uh, if players advance further without dying, you know, pretty simple. There's tension in boss fights and runes where you're pretty much going to be locked with adversaries. So this game would definitely be very very difficult game. So. I basically say like a third person binding of Isaac in a sense, in a way, like just a dungeon crawler kinda. That's kind of seems what it seems like. You you die like you basically lose you die lose all progress start over. That's what gotcha, gotcha. that's basically what I'm getting a vibe from this. Mm -hmm. And it's very uh, interesting to see that there's a huge uh you know like you mentioned like uh our kind of like an arcadey. Uh, action, Dark Souls based action, right? Yeah. And it's interesting to see how that's gonna mix in this rogue like uh, you know gameplay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the we have some monsters like the the like the little horde fights and everything, kind of like dark, how Dark Souls does it. But, yeah, yeah. And also, I just remembered exactly what I was saying about Game Pass earlier. So. Of course, like, you know, me and you and our, one of our good, very good friends, Showtimer, has been experiencing and playing Second Extinction. Mm -hmm. Second Extinction was really fun. It came to Game Pass. You can definitely play it on Windows Store, download it right now, or Xbox, 8 gigabytes, and it is very fun. Just a heads up, it's, very, it's still in pretty much in, like, you know, 
early it's in green preview but there's definitely looks like a lot of hope of content to come in and also speaking of game pass destroy all humans and dragon quest builders 2 is coming to xbox and xbox game pass on console oh, nice. and pc and those are definitely ones to look out for <laughs> mm-hmm. those that's definitely going to be a big one dragon quest builders is like I'd say very good news on the developer's part because Xbox has never been able to touch the gra- Dragon Quest until, like, uh, the very new one was pretty much brought to cons- like the Xbox platform just on Game Pass a while back. Uh, yeah, like, there's a lot of cool stuff, like Knockout City is an EA's team-based multiplayer dodge brawler. Not- yeah, it's coming in May. There's a lot of uh, new like a lot of new Xbox Quest. Like <clears throat> I've been uh, seeing a lot of uh hype about Xbox Game Pass now that because they keep adding a lot more games and they officially released some stats saying that there's now over twenty million subscribers for Game Pass. Oh nice. But uh also here's this XCloud is finally coming to iOS and PC. And last I checked, I were just received a message from Xbox themselves on Xbox saying that you can go to Xbox.com and now play cloud gaming on browser. Nice. This is especially good news for people who like have low spec PCs and they can play their games over the cloud and stuff. I mean, it still requires a good internet connection, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you still get a good internet connection, but you know. They're, they're sitting there trying to, you know, always optimize that to where it's not as bad, and yeah, I yeah. have no problem, especially with my internet, but uh, I definitely know MLB The Show on, being on Game Pass has definitely, definitely been a very, very favorite on game, like for Xbox and everything in general ever since it's been added, mm-hmm. but Twitter has been blowing up about Game Pass now, and it's just like, it's just, you know, getting really, really big. But, uh, let's go on and keep going with some news. If I keep, if I keep remember what I was actually thinking, but we'll go back to that. Uh, for Destiny 2. So, Guardian is still going on. Hunters have won a good bit of days, but Warlocks have won the last two days. So, there's no telling how long we, that, uh... <clears throat> We will conclude, but I do know at the end of the season, they will conclude and the winner will be declared. But let's talk about what's coming in the next season and the season after before we officially have Witch Queen. So, as a lot of people probably know, there's the Transmog system, which was uh, announced and put in details in the last TWAB, which stands for This Week at Bungie. There was a lot of flat... uh, there's a lot of pushback and hate against this system because a lot of people estimated up that you would have to spend 12 years or $12,000 to get all currents, not future, all currents, armor pieces, and everything in order to be able to transmog them. Oh my. What? <laughs> yeah, because there's a, a limit weekly. That's what they said. And then... You can either use that or buy, use silver to buy sets. Oh, that is definitely something I can see. Well, I can see why it didn't go over well with the major the community. Yeah, 
and a lot of people are definitely not happy about this. But at the same time, we do get Volta Glass. No one officially knows if Venus will come back to Destiny officially, but there has been signs of, you know, on the moon and everything a while back about the Ishtar cliffs and everything. But that would just have to be something we have to see. I like to see how the story keeps going, especially, like, you know, how this season's uh, storyline ended. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that just co- that's coming out now. Uh, there's now a stock market simulator for all you day and night traders. <laughs> uh, Stardew Valley creator teams up with Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid composer for game music lullabies. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, uh, speaking of which, Apex Legends Season 9. I won't. I will actually say I'm not really too much of a big person on Apex, but that trailer and the fact that they're finally going back to the old roots of Apex definitely looks very. Definitely has my attention now. For Viper, sure. Yeah, new legend coming out called Valkyrie, who is the daughter of Viper, who you face in Titanfall 2 during one of the battles where <clears throat> the militia is fleets is definitely like chasing down uh it's like close to the end of the story actually where you face against viper mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't know but <clears throat> the guy running apex apex legends like the whole that's basically a whole tournament it was one of the antagonists in titanfall 2 a lot of people actually don't know that Definitely interesting to see just how much uh, forethought Respawn really puts into their characters and stuff, huh? Like, in, it almost feels like they're teasing a Titanfall 3 at the same time, you know, taking our expectations away because they're putting that Titanfall 3 stuff into Apex. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm pretty sure lots of people are like, yeah, you know, we want Titanfall 3 and stuff, but at the same time, you know, it's going to be competing with Apex itself, which arguably is, you know, I wouldn't say my personal, in my opinion, it's not the best Titanfall game, but on paper, it is the best Titanfall game, right? Titanfall-based game, anyways. Yeah. It's still longest living, the biggest player base, and probably the biggest impact on the gaming industry, right? That's not, mm. you know, yeah. it's not being mean, that's just being realistic. Yeah, I was actually having a conversation about the Titanfall. If they, if Titanfall Two had the same exact like multiplayer style and everything as the first Titanfall did, like if they didn't cut on the map sizes, player counts, and like the AI, I feel like like even with the release date, the game would have been a lot better. That's what happened with a lot of people that got pushed away from Titanfall Two was the lack of maps and uh, you had like. You in the first Titanfall, you actually had this next gen feeling, and you could still play it, and you still have that next gen feeling because you feel like you're in an actual battle. But mm-hmm. in Titanfall Two, they kind of removed that because they used in the first one there was lots of AI. You're basically like, especially Angel City map, you're basically on the first one. You go in there, you're it's actual like urban combat. There's there's gunfire and everything everywhere. But in the second one, you'll you'll only hear gunfire like across the map. And that's basically what, for me especially, pushed a lot of people away because of that practice, honestly. 
that they got rid of basically what what was making the game the game actually great. But uh, <clears throat> so let's talk about some more World of Tanks. This is now on Steam, by the way. But huh, I don't know if anybody saw those reviews. They didn't look too happy. <laughs> well, you know what they say. You know, sometimes porting a game over to a big storefront like Steam is a good move, but it also really demonstrates how much the player base thinks about it, right? Yeah. Well, here, well, here's the thing. It's been getting review bombed by actual veteran commanders because yeah, they they have to make a new whole to an entire new account. So if you sit there and put like $100 into this game, you had to put another $100 into the game to get exactly where you were just at. Yeah, that does tend to be the issue with these types of ports, huh? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of, you know, it is what it is, I guess, in some sense, you know. It is like a old game being ported into this new online system. And, you know, in some ways, it's bringing more players, but it's also isolating the old players, especially with this account- lack of account migration, right? Yeah. And that's what, especially from stuff like that, that's what ha- happens a lot of issues with games and then starts killing them off because of stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, so, unless, you know, the World of Tanks dev- developers have some sort of, um, you know, thing in their coding that lets them do some sort of account migration, I don't think we'll see a res- you know, resolution to this and, you know, we'll, people just have to live with it for a bit. It isn't the end of the world, but it definitely sucks, you know, having them, if you want it on Steam, it definitely sucks that you'd have to start over instead of, you know, getting that progress carried over and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's been, like, obviously everybody knows there's always issues when it comes to, like, account migration, and that's why cro- cro- that's why it's such a big topic today, especially with crossplay. And uh, one of some games, like Elder Scrolls Online, tends to have that problem because, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, that may have played on console and put, like, you know, like myself, I'm, like, champion level 200 and everything. But if I was to help on PC, I have to start over from scratch. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely an issue. They're plaguing older titles trying to move into the new age, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But there's a lot of MMOs that, you know, that is actually cross-plat and, you know, cross-save. But the fact that mm-hmm. Zenimax can't do it with Elder Scrolls Online may affect the game and actually in the future. I mean, if they were to do something like, from my perspective, like what Destiny 2 did, you know, you, you have an, all your accounts linked and then you choose your primary uh, character account and then use that on across all devices... I could see that working with games, you know, like Elder Scrolls Online. But, you know, it's also negating the time previously, you know, time and purchases previous on that account. So it's a double-edged sword, and, you know, it's also an expensive feature. Who knows how long it took Bungie to, you know, actually implement that. So it's something developers are going to have to play with, but I'm pretty sure more developers in the future will keep that in mind, you know? Seeing as how community player communities really value their time and like purchases. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. And a lot of people's gonna sit there and think these like you know the practices is not actually 
implementing cross-save, by the way, a lot of people's going to start seeing that as a money-grabbing way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, uh, speaking of which, have you seen what happened in Activision CEO? I, I don't think I'm up to date. What happened? He basically had his pay cut half and everything. He was basically receiving a lot of flat, uh, a lot of, uh, criticism because he, they were sitting there cutting off people. They were only giving them a $200 gift card and everything while laying like, like hundreds of people off. Oh yeah. I remember hearing about that. And I mean, it is, you know, it's something about the game industry that really, you know, it's not all sunshines and roses, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of, you know, when you see how much money they made and how much people they laid off and what they call it, like, exponential growth, I can see why gamers and, you know, people in general will get mad. But, uh, I mean, I'm not sure if this is the right step. You know, might appease some people. But uh, it really takes something internal to happen, right? And, you know, it's not always going to be shown to light, so I guess we'll find out more as they can release or something. Yeah, I mean, just my honest opinion and everything. If you're not efficiently paying people and you have to cut people off and you're not giving them benefits, you shouldn't be getting that money anyway because he was, he, was, mm-hmm. he was taking millions to himself. That's what was basically making a lot of people mad. This guy was taking, like, millions just to himself just from, like, mm-hmm. actual profits from, like, yeah, games like, like Warzone <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, because, like, if you can't pay your workers a decent wage, like, you're not even operating a company. You're operating <laughs> something resembling a company, right? Mm-hmm. You're, yeah. Yeah, that's just how the sad fact is. Uh, also, side note, there's possibility of new Outer Worlds DLC soon. Apparently, Steam entry was spotted and teased by the publisher. But uh, just a heads up on that. I'm sitting here trying to look at these other articles, but Razor keeps flooding my website. But uh, you know, speak. <laughs> you know, speaking about Outer Worlds, you know, I did find it interesting that, uh, if I'm correct, isn't Obsidian owned by Microsoft? Yeah, they're technically owned by Microsoft now. Last I checked, like yeah, every, isn't it? Like yeah, everything, every Fallout developer and everything is now officially owned by Microsoft. So. Maybe they could do a New Vegas too, right? <laughs> That's actually been uh, announced. Like, there was supposedly... It's not 100% confirmed, but there's definitely been, like, actual new... Like, something that... Rumors and everything that it is supposed to be coming. That would definitely be something I know people would love. You know, everyone praises New Vegas. Mm. You know. Yep. You know, one game, I'm still waiting on information, Body Meat, and I remember that game's supposed to be, still supposed to be huge, but definitely ain't no news about that, so we'll just have to mm-hmm. wait on that one. I mean, but, we're only, like, two months away from E3, and, you know, while people like Sony might not be there, Square Enix and all the other game companies are sure to bring, you know, big news, right? Oh, yeah, for 100% sure. But, alright, so let's basically just go talk about what we got left. Alright, um, a lot of people don't know, Resident Evil 8, The Village, comes out really, really soon. And mm-hmm. there was definitely a lot of new gameplay and everything that's been showcased, but 
Along with that, a Dead by Daylight Resident Evil chapter was announced. Still no information, but I do know in the month of May, it's supposed to be uh, revealed who the killer and the survivor will be. Oh. Mm-hmm. But speaking of uh, additional releases that we do know that may come this year, Halo Infinite is definitely 100% cross-progression cross-save and cross-play between Xbox and PC, so you can switch anytime and most likely going to be have cloud gaming on it as well. Um, let's see, RuneScape 3 is now officially leaving its beta on mobile, so now, here soon, it will for 100% be on, on the app stores here soon. And speaking of mobile, League of Legends and Battlefield Mobile. So some I'm of the <laughs> so some of the senior officials at Dice and everything has announced that the Battlefield MOBA has actually been in works for a very long time. So it's a looking at to be released maybe this year or next year. And speaking of which, they're supposed to be last known supposed to be an actual. Um, I'm trying to think of it. Uh, new Battlefield, like Battlefield 6, supposed to be released this year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, League of Legends, Wild Rift, and everything with that coming out, that's definitely going to skyrocket the, fa- the the player base and everything. Mm-hmm. More people are going to suffer the toxicity that's League, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Next thing you know, Counter-Strike. Yep. I mean, that is if Valve knows how to make games, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that is true. I mean, what is it? Well, I mean, technically there's over three Counter-Strikes by now. There's just There's no Counter-Strike 3. Counter-Strike mm-hmm. Source, Counter-Strike 2D, and Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, E3 will definitely be in June. I'm pretty sure in May there's definitely going to be some releases and a lot of new stuff coming out. So we'll definitely go ahead and conclude, you know, conclude the episode about that. Um, for reload, I mean, you know, we're still got a lot of plans coming in. Tournaments, like, hey, we got, we're starting to have a lot of Halo tournaments and Warzone tournaments, and we'll definitely mm-hmm. be willing to host even more. And we'll definitely be start up in the prize pool here soon for entries and everything. But, but yeah, that's we de- definitely things been definitely popping off and everything. But gaming, I mean. Kimmy's always going to be here, at least for a while, probably even in the end of the world, honestly. Mm-hmm. But, but yes, that we will go ahead and start the conclusion. I appreciate everybody coming in, listening in. I and uh, you know, just a little short episode. Try to see, get a flash, look at the flashbacks past month. But the games we listed out, stay tuned. Like, and if you want my honest opinion, Dauntless, I played actually today of this recording. I actually enjoyed it and everything. Definitely a very good game. What, and you got any last words, old Braulio, to refer to uh, viewers? Um, stay safe. Um, you know, just uh-huh. uh. <laughs> uh oh, I didn't mean to cut. Uh, I didn't to cut you off, but just uh. Quick announcement: COVID, COVID uh, uh, regulations and everything is starting to lift up for everywhere. So get vaccinated if you can. 
so we don't have to keep, keep wearing masks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the end is almost near. We just gotta keep pushing through. Yeah, yeah, it's almost getting there and then everything back to normal, but we'll just have to see how everything plays out. But, uh, yep, everybody, we appreciate y'all stop, y'all stopping by. Y'all are welcome to come and ask questions or talk to us personally in our Discord server in Reload Entertainment Studios. Check us on Twitter, Instagram, or anything. Our information will be in our bio on Anchor and our YouTube as you listen to this. So we appreciate y'all coming out and listening in. Thank you.